Welcome to Best in Class, the podcast where we talk about the best versions of the best cars. Thank you for joining me, Steve and Adam. Hello there. How was your weekend, Adam? Oh, it's doing great. Awesome. As we argue over when our favorite cars were the top of their game. Today, we're talking about Japan's most famous sports car. It's been a Datsun, it's been a Nissan, and is best known by a single letter, the Nissan Z. Yeah. And to make this podcast a first, we have two owners who I'm very excited about introducing. Yeah. Jeremy and Erica have joined us today. We're both owners. Welcome, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Well, we're glad you're here. Uh, someone's got to know something about these cars. Absolutely. This is this is a double expert podcast. I think it's gonna just it's gonna be amazing. We're gonna hold you guys to a pretty high bar. Oh God. Uh, do you want to talk about your Z's before we get started? Yes. Uh, I have a 1993 300ZX NA, and uh, it was my first car. I got it when I was 15. And I've had it for the last 16, 17 years. Um, it has been through, it was an automatic, which isn't very fun. Um, but about six or seven years ago, I had it swapped over to a manual before I brought it out from Ohio. Impressive. So it was um, something that the car always needed. And uh, obviously in high school, you can't make those decisions. But um, once I had it swapped over, it really came into its own. And um, yeah, so that's, it's a... Uh, Cream on tan, basically. Okay, so your first car, does it have a name? It does not have a name. No. What? No what? name. Yeah. No name what? Needed. That's okay. You know people name their cars. That's, that's, I don't that's, think that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Your first high school car, you got to have a name. That's a pretty good high school car, though. It is a great high school yeah. car. T-Tops? T-Tops, yeah. T-tops? Congratulations on living your best life. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I was very lucky at a young age to have parents who cared but it wasn't even that uh, expensive as a, of a car it was like okay, something shots fired on my parents right there yeah but, okay. yeah that's okay <laughs> yeah we grew up in utah okay. yeah. yeah your dad's listening his dad listens to the podcast yeah he does yeah. actually <laughs> erica and i would just like to add to jeremy's car that it is actually glacier white pearl glow my she's mistake. a little more specific we have stepped that. into the <laughs> nissan z forums so welcome welcome uh, and um, for the podcast, you did bring some reading material and some models. I did. I actually brought Jeremy's Z32, which is just a silver metallic, not based on your Pearl Glow Model. vehicle, uh, that we did buy in the attempt that we were going to remake a famous spot, which I'm sure we'll get into in a miniature scale. But that was a COVID project uh, for the shelves. We have what visual aids car? for yeah, the Yeah, what first about your time? car? What about your car? Uh, and I... We both drove our cars here to the studio today. Oh, very exciting. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I have a 2017 370Z Nismo in solid red. And before I had that car, my first car was actually a 1986 300ZX Z31. So you're a lifer. I'm a lifer. Okay. 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 I'm going to have questions for you about the new one then. You also had, you know, your dad's car too with the yellow well we could spend an entire podcast just talking about my dad we've got nothing but i mean time. i'm not doing it <laughs> yeah we've got nothing but time yeah <laughs> well, he, he had a uh, yellow he has a, he has had well. a lot of z's of okay different generations so is, is that so what got you, you into it yeah did or? you feel pressure to keep up the family mantle we're big z people my z people we're that's z people. a new one for me yeah. uh <laughs> My mom's a Z person too. We're actually, I mean, our whole family, my uncle also wow. has a Z32. We're into it. Yeah. Big, 
Uh, big Nissan people, as they say. Yeah. Okay. So have two people ever questioned you, psychologists or <laughs> Nissan? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, either of those groups. How are you out. not working for Nissan? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm waiting for the call. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll happen now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll happen I, think, now. I think this will put you over. You're there. welcome. Okay. Uh, well, great. Well, again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we'll go through a little history. Where yeah, tell, tell me about the Z yeah. and why it's important. And um, where you guys want to jump in, because I think I have a feeling Erica might know more about any of us than this, so don't get shy on me now. Okay, want, as long uh, as I can interrupt you, you Steve. You <laughs> do it. Do you want to... What? Do you want to open up the books? And I should have brought a bell for every yeah. time you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the little buzzer. Man. Yeah. Man. So. Well, there's a lot of books on the Z, but I did bring this book because okay. it, it was it's really fun for me because a creative director that I worked with okay. uh, at my last agency was really in disease as well. And his friend actually wrote this book, Pete Evanel, and it's just another lovely 50 years of Z book and he uh, my creative director was kind enough to get a copy for me Amazing. Of it. So, so it's called 50 years of exhilarating performance by Pete Evanow yeah and if we've been watching any of the recent new Z you know uh-huh. videos that have been coming out uh, Hiroshi Tamura is the chief product specialist for the Z and he actually wrote the foreword for the book which is really exciting amazing what's that is very exciting it is what's it underneath is. what's underneath Oh, the under the No, the jacket? magazine. What do you got? Oh. Okay. We just, I just grabbed some things that were on our coffee table. Okay. Just a stack okay. of literature. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we have any vintage motorsport magazine fans out there, but we got a copy here. Yeah. Recently acquired. Oh, okay. By right. Racer Mag. Oh, interesting. Down in Irvine. Okay. Um, yeah, this is just a 1979 280ZX that we're looking at, a Newman car. Oh, a we'll Newman go into that. Dotson. We'll go into that. And then this is just the catalog, actually. Oh, my goodness. From <laughs> uh, Monterey Historics 2019, I believe, when Nissan was the yeah, featured Yeah, they were the featured. Yep. Yeah, okay. So Did you it was, go? It was a dream. I had to work, oh. so I was kind of, like, leering anywhere that I could. And at the Quail event, actually, they brought all the cars very casually. They weren't necessarily on the display. They just kind of literally drove them there. Oh, cool. And, like, showed up and then left. And I had, like, a five-minute opportunity to just run around (laughs) all in between the cars and take it in. Amazing. All right. Uh, I have a little bit of history I'm going to try and go through and not be wrong about. Go into it. Uh, First showed up, Z, in 1969. I'm just going to look at you after each sentence. Yeah. And be like, is this right? <laughs> and if he keeps talking, it's because I've nodded. And okay. Okay. Him Descended to from the uh, fair lady. I feel like this is how all your relationships yeah, with women uh, must much. go. Uh, <laughs> look at you uh, and to make sure everything's okay. We are six minutes in. <laughs> I had to bring that up. Right? Yeah. Um, so, descended from the fair lady uh, line of sports cards originally in 1959. So, it's been a little while. Yes. Um, Why is it called the fair lady, Steve? Uh, Let Jeremy know. take it. Let Jeremy, Jeremy? take it. I have uh, no idea. The boss of uh, Nissan was in America visiting uh, and saw uh, uh, a little my, play. F- my Fair Lady A little play live called My Fair Lady. And thought it would apply to the sports cars. And yeah, it was taking over America at the time. It was hugely popular. It's like calling your car Game of Thrones. And I'm like, oh, it's really popular. It'll take off. And it worked for me. I feel like My Fair Lady is a little bigger than Game of Thrones. A little bigger than Game of Thrones. But it's more about, like, you know, an elegant, beautiful mm-hmm. lady. Oh, oh, okay, okay, interesting. So, uh, was that the inspiration behind the car? Is it just kind of a it's more just, elegance than, it, than 
that's the name we got in the U.S. Okay. Yes. That's why I was brought, he, he was like, oh, I have to sell this thing in the U.S. Let's call it that because that thing's really popular. Well, it's and actually it the out. opposite. Okay. Yeah, I thought so, it. too. But that's in Japan. In Japan. But what I read was that, and I was like, well, why would he name that? And I got confused. The j- so it's from America, but they brought it back to Japan because they just liked it. So in oh. Japan, they call all of them the Fair Lady Z. So oh, okay. some, some tuner types of folks here in the U.S., Rebadge their cars to just say Fair Lady Z. I'm not a tuner, but mine says Fair Lady Z. Where? On the back. Oh. Where? Put the little yeah. Put the plaque on or the uh, little sticker. Okay. Oh, relationship beef already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's early. Okay. Anyway, we'll, we'll keep moving. Uh, uh, the other companies are Honda copied or copied them or, or followed suit with the S500 and Toyota with its Sports 800. Which of you want to look those up? Um, Nissan realized uh, affordable sports car would be a good idea. Uh, partner with Yamaha to make a uh, new engine for this, right? And then realized um, that's not a good idea. And let's see what they they took the engine from developed from the first Skyline. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Interchangeable parts. Just in general, okay, this interchangeable is a really parts. Yeah, this is pretty intense. This <laughs> is pretty it's, intense. It's lasted yeah. over seven generations. Yes. Generally, each time the number goes up a little bit, if you can imagine that. 240Z, 280Z, 300ZX, uh, 350, 370, and now we're at 400. What are, the, what are the years for yeah, the... Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> what, yeah. what are the years for the cars, do we know? What do you mean? Like, when... The 240 was in the 70s. 240 is 1969 to 1974. Okay. 260 is only 19... Or 1973, sorry. Because the 240... 260 only was manufactured in 1974. Okay. 1975 to 1978, 280Z. And then the 280ZX. And then the Z31 300ZX is a fixture of the 80s. And then our Z32 300ZX, which is completely redesigned from the Z31 is 1990 to between 1996 and 2001, depending on what country you're in. Because they kept them going in Japan until uh, 2000. Interesting. Okay, and then mm-hmm. after that? 350Z, which... Who 2000, cares how long? 2000, <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's 2003 to 2008. Okay. And then 370Z for the last the 10 years. The old dog. Mm-hmm. Refresh. Nice. And now we got a new one. Uh, speaking of, you want to tell the Lamborghini Diablo story? Anyone? I would love to. Okay, do it. Uh, so Lamborghini was coming out with the Diablo, and they couldn't get their headlight, their enclosed headlight, approved in time through uh, DOT, I believe. Anyway, one of the U.S. safety organizations, so they ended up buying the same headlight as the Nissan Z. Wasn't it also because like the angle... Uh, of which the headlight sloped was that's why uh, Nissan developed it and it was so expensive I did hear something about that's why it was like technologically advanced oh I canceled my subscription to Headlight Magazine quite a while ago <laughs> so I'm not sure I just know that the opposite <laughs> when everybody asks you about it when you're driving around in like 15 years you yeah. try and know yeah yeah, yeah uh, the, the Diablo and the and the Z share the same one that's the 280 if I'm not mistaken is that right Z32 300ZX yeah okay. the 300ZX that's right no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. The Z32, 300. yeah. Yeah. And so the they Diablo. got the same headlights. Yeah. Yes. Technically, the Diablo has the same headlights as the 300ZX. Yeah, correct. Yes. They bought the ones from yep. Nissan. Uh, special, several special edition Z cars have been made over the years. Yes. A fair amount of them are mostly appearance-based. However, 
The Shiro Special 300ZX stands out as one of the coolest. Are you on board with that one? I am very on board with, sorry, I'm walking away from the microphone. Uh, sorry. So I want to pull it up for you, Steve. Okay, they stripped down the electronics and the comfort to save weight. Uh, only made about a thousand of them, and they're all painted white. I don't, I've never heard about that one, to be yeah. honest. The one I heard about was the Steve Millen Z, the SMZ. Yep. Yep. And that one actually looked pretty great. I don't know what it, what it was special for. So this is a, an undersung car. We have Not a lot of people know about this one. It's the SR71. After the Blackbird? Yes. Oh, okay. 300ZX, developed by Motorsports International. And in a partnership, I think Peter Brock was a part of this as Motorsports well. Motorsports International sounds like a Bond. <laughs> like a James Bond. Uh, <laughs> <Batty>. Exports. <laughs> yeah, yeah, universal yeah, exports. Yeah. This is also mostly bodywork. Okay. But I think what having a Z named after like a, a Blackbird is pretty cool. That's pretty good. Yeah. I have a press release here oh. that has a date, I think. What other car, uh, plane cars are there? There's the P51 Mustang Special Edition that they did. Oh, that's true. It was like for a raffle. But yeah. the SR71 now, which I haven't heard about. Is there anything else? I mean, I'm sure there is with some deep internet sleuthing, but nothing that comes. No Cessna, Toyota? No. <laughs> no, no. I feel like there's some sort of Spitfire. But oh, yeah, the Tram Spitfire. Yeah, yeah, but that was the name of the car. It wasn't... That still counts. It's not like a special right, edition, whatever. maybe. Uh, uh, in 1990, they made the 1 millionth Z. That was a 300ZX. So starting in 1969 up to 1990, it took them that long to make 1 million of these things. Uh, Paul Newman, who we talked about earlier, uh, loved racing these cars. Uh, found success driving a 280ZX, modified in a race car by Bob Sharp Racing. Mm-hmm. Want to guess the horsepower? Well, of which car? Yeah. The one that he won all his uh, championships in. Uh, he also won in three, a 300 Z31 yeah, as well, yeah. Trans Am. Yeah, he this had his planner's peanuts car. You guys really should have Adam Carolla on here. He's yeah, 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 yeah. We keep calling. Uh, yes, as soon as he'll answer my phone call. He canceled. That's why yeah. we're yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 280ZX uh, had 933 horsepower. And won the 1979 SEAC Production Car Championship. Tom Cruise actually also lately raced that same Planners Peanuts Newman Z. Days he, of Thunder. Not in Days of Thunder, but he was getting into racing. Yeah. He was getting into racing, and he he met up with Newman and tried out racing a little. Yeah, bit I thought it was that. Newman that kind of got him into it. Or so, I don't know if there was a film or s- not associated with it, but because his film career wasn't really panning out, so he might as well <laughs> race Nissan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They, that's what they did on backstage on the color of money. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, any yeah, yeah, yeah. any anime fans in the group? Nope. No. No. Uh, fans of street racing? Devil Z? Anyone? Anyone? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, it was called Wangan Midnight. What was and called Wangan Midnight? <laughs> yeah, you're not you specifying. Jumped into the middle of the sentence. The anime show. Okay, yeah. so it's and a the show. It was called the Devil Z. Don't make this more complicated than it has to be. <laughs> Jeez. Um, he drives a modified 240Z and drives it to glory on the famous Bayshore route, which is a fairly famous route. Right. Uh, so that was your favorite show growing up? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, supposedly he had 600 horsepower. Um, and then the car was actually based on a real car. Did they need to drive it at 600? Would like show the 600 horsepower? In the show? I'm yeah. sure it was probably written on the side. Yeah. I would imagine as cartoons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they did base uh, on a real car that was able to get similar horsepower from the 240Z. 
So it was a real thing. The prototype for the 350Z was built start to finish in about 12 weeks. Wow. Which is insane to think about it. And what year was that? It was actually way back in 96, I want to say, okay. even though it didn't debut until years later, 2002, I want to say, something like that, or early yeah. 2000s. But the prototype for it, which they just called the 240Z prototype, yeah, they made it start to finish in 12 weeks. That's absurd. Car and Driver included the 300ZX in their 10 best cars list every year from 1990 until 1996. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They right. they did love to compare it to the Corvette of the same era. And I the think they were similar yeah. priced. Oh, that was their head-to-heads always? Always, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Erica, anything else you want to throw in? I've got a few other things, but I feel like I'm getting some stuff right now. No? I feel like in introducing the Z, though, you really have to talk about Yutaka Kariyama, the father of the Z, and how that was brought, how you know he worked to get the car made for the U.S. market. I feel like you should talk about that. Steve. I have to talk about that. It's in your I, notes. I think I think it's your owner. I, I go you for brought it. the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have little text in front of you. Yeah, go Just for give, it. Give us the yeah, give us a rundown. The elevator pitch yeah. is Yukata Kaneyama was very high up at Nissan. He worked in not I don't want to say sales, but marketing. That's the right word. I should know that. Um, and, you know, he was looking at cars that we were, Jeremy and I were talking earlier about the 2000 GT, and he didn't want to make anything like the 2000 GT in terms of a price point. You know, he had come to America and said, how do we make Datsun or Nissan big in America? We need like a car that's going to compete with cars that are selling the American market, sports cars, like an MG, like an comparable price point. And that's when they started developing the Z to be sold in America. So the, the looks, as far as I understand, were uh, basically on the E-Type and the 2000 GT. So sports car, sporty, but also a car for everyone. And that's where the 240 hit a lot of success. And then throughout the 70s and 80s, the you know car was successful, wavering, um, and, and, and has been ever since, uh, up and down, up and down as they refresh it. So it's cool to see that there's the new one uh, out now. Um, but in terms of like ones that stand out, which I believe is why we're here, I love the 300ZX because it was Z32. Z32 300ZX. Because there were two. Um, because um, it was very technologically advanced in 1990, and it sort of was uh, kicking off the 90s of all of those great sports cars, that uh, Japanese sports cars that we all grew up loving in, in that era. So that one stands out for me the most. Yeah, if you look at 1969 and think, okay, he's trying to sell all these cars in America. What's popular at the time? Mustangs, Camaros. Look at the price point of that. Okay, well, let's take the looks from like the E-Type, match the pricing of like a Mustang. This should be a success. And it was, right? It really worked out. Yeah. So before we go into the categories, um, 240ZG, do you know that one? You heard of this one? Is it the shark nose version? Uh, this is the homologation special. I thought it was pretty cool. Let's, let's see a photo. Uh, on a podcast? <laughs> for the group. <laughs> so we can discuss uh, it. Built is a homologation special for Group 4 Racing and only sold in Japan. Um, it cool. is the shark nose that you're thinking about. Okay. okay. Uh, and they uh, that, that was the time they won the Fuji Grand Champion Series in 1972. Um, and they made it's very, basically a factory very, body kit. Yeah. Made very, very few of them, so... That's one. And most importantly, 
when they were developing the 280ZX Turbo, uh, their benchmark was the Ferrari 308. Mm -hmm. And they managed to get to 60 uh, faster than the 308. Not hard. So, Not uh, hard. That Ferrari's slow as... Well, seven. Let's see. We're slower than a Nissan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> seven point four seconds for the. Uh, wow, that can't be right. Seven. <laughs> your seven slow. <laughs> literally speeds. eight seconds to reach sixty for the three hundred eight. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. There's your Ferrari tie-in. So uh, you've got a faster. Uh, all Z's have been pretty popular in movie and TV. We've got several Fast and Furiouses. Yes. Fury Eye. Uh, Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol. Transformers, the one on the moon, whatever. Uh, Pacific Rim, it Dark got side destroyed very quickly. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 Top Gear America took one off road, which was cool. And last but not least, there's a Nissan Z in Gilmore Girls. And Seinfeld. Ooh. Ooh. Z31 sitting in front of Jerry's apartment in one of the establishing shots that they use. So, all right, all right. It's been all over. It's been also, all over. Steve and I were talking about this when we were walking in. It also they also show them a lot in animated shows, adult animation, or you know, if Bob's Burgers count. I don't know how Bob's Burgers is counting these days, but it's pretty relevant. Is it well? Yeah. Is it adult or is it for the kids? Uh, oh, it's for adults. It's for adults. Um, yeah. They've had several. I, I have some. I took some photos one time when I was watching Bob's Burgers. They had a Z thirty one, a yellow Z thirty one in there. And Archer, I think somebody work who works on Archer is just into it because yeah. sometimes Archer just starts screaming about a Dotson honeybee for no reason, and then they have a whole like drifting uh, episode where there's a white 240Z. So interesting. Um, favorite moment of the Z in Fast and Furious? Do you have one as a mm. super fan? Now Which? I know you only consider a certain Fast and Furious movies as counting, right? As real. Yeah. Which one? You only consider the first three. I, I mean, I mean, in Tokyo Drift, when it's drifting in the garage, three fifty Z. That that it's a three seventy Z, and it's Gal Gadot who's drifting it, and I think okay. that's really what makes it sexy. That, that's yeah. in a different movie. This is Tokyo Drift. I was talking about Tokyo Drift. Yeah. So so DK. Oh, DK had a three fifty. <laughs> it was a villain car, and uh, <laughs> he was showing so them. You guys, you guys do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, this is what we need. Keep going. And yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah. was the, that was the <laughs> moment that I remember. But uh, Z's are kind of obscure. That was what was interesting about the first two movies. Is uh, even though there was a plethora of Supras and you know everything else that was from that era, Z the Z was really omitted from those movies, like brutally. And and I will say, having gotten mine in two thousand five, um, so many of them at that time were getting you know parts bolted on to look like those Fast and the Furious movies mm -hmm. and a lot of them did oh, not yeah. did not make it through that era in a very kind way yeah. Yeah. Uh, even though they weren't really a part of that movie and so I feel like you see them yeah, less and less now because of that yeah I feel like that you know 90s 2000s Japanese pantheon is Supra RX-7 300ZX and uh, oh I just had it 3000 GT 3000 GT thank you those are the four. And NSX two is still there yeah, as well. Super a little car. bit different. Super car. A little bit different, but um, yeah, the three hundred ZX was al always in that conversation, but they're just not in those movies. But not in all. the movies. No, no, they didn't make it. It was very. I think Fast and the Furious has just an issue with choosing good cars. I'm gonna say that publicly. Wow. 
Uh, in this town, that's are you dangerous. Just, are you just watching it for the story then? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just still have issue. I, I take issue with there's an R34 skyline in Too Fast, Too Furious. I'm not trying to get on a tangent. No, but, no, no, no. But then the rest of the movie, they have these, what they call in the movie, as Cracker Jack cars. <laughs> yeah. The Mitsubishis, the, the Lancer, Evo, and the Eclipse. Covered in chrome. Uh, they had a... An eclipse spider. It wasn't yeah. even just it was an eclipse. Yeah. It was an eclipse spider, and I'm like... And I actually recently talked to somebody who was at Mitsubishi at the time who claimed that they had nothing to do with that product placement, which is impressive, <laughs> considering it's all over the yeah. movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, I think the guy that got the cars talked about it. He said, yeah, we didn't have help from anyone, because they were like, first of all, we don't want our cars associated with street racing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, you know, as opposed to Transformers, apparently aliens is fine. Totally fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and killing people, but yeah. yeah. No street racing. Well, I was always sad to see the Z omitted from those movies, um, at least in the beginning, until three, uh, Tokyo Drift, and then it was still a baddie yeah. car. Then, yeah. then it came right, though. That's all right. Um, Famous so owners? No, but small get? safety not guaranteed. Any Duplass fans? I've seen that. Uh, he drives a 1977 280Z in that yellow one. Good movie, and the car it's features got, prominently. It, it's it. got the rear window louvers, uh-huh. always, mm-hmm. always positive. What yeah. about Tin Cup? What about Top Gun? Top Gun has a Z in it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The oh, barely. Okay, no. <laughs> no, it's like... I thought that was a Porsche, Kelly McGillis. Okay, so she's driving the Porsche, and she's jumping that... She's blown through that like intersection. stop sign or whatever, yeah. And in the background, while they're arguing, there's two cars. It's an, I think it's another... Whatever, it doesn't matter. There's another car, but then there's a Z. That's I think who she it, cuts off, I she think. She cuts off a Z, a, a 280Z, I believe, yeah. in traffic, and he's just sitting there in the intersection. And I think we see it again in the movie as well. I don't think they paid very Is much for that Is this the ultimate, one, like, background car, do you think, maybe? Is it just, okay. Interesting. Wow. Um, advertising, just for one quick moment. Oh, God. Do you want to talk about the run? Is that what you were... Uh, I definitely don't need to talk about the run. I mean, the run's cool, but... When they recreated the rendezvous drive through Paris with a Z? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's that's what I thought you were going to do with your toy. I thought that was... Well, that's what? it for the 350. Oh, okay. This uh, car, the, there are several famous advertisements for the, this car. With the Barbie ones? Love the Barbie Dreamhouse one. Okay. That one's super, super fun. Yeah. Um, and then, well, all of those... Adver- there's three advertisements for... This generation that all feature a Japanese man who, you know, is seeming to look like Yutaka Kariyama. And they all have. But it was Mr. Miyagi, wasn't it? Wasn't that that supposed to be. I forget his last name, but I think his first name was Dale. And uh, he was playing Mr. K. He was playing Mr. K in these ads as like the actor version of him. And there was an Enjoy the Ride campaign, there was a broad Nissan spot. But the one that really stood out was that uh, Barbie, wa- where he was, um, Ken and, and Barbie were fighting. And G.I. Joe was driving the car. It was like, yeah, Barbie's in the girl's, little girl's bedroom, and G.I. Joe and the Z car are in the little boy's bedroom, and he hijacks it, and he drives it, and he steals yeah. Barbie away but from him. I Ken. remember that. But uh-huh. That was yeah. like a Super Bowl commercial. No, no, no. no, no. That, that no. was that. Okay, so I have a lot to say about that one. <laughs> okay. No, okay. no, no. So, no. so there, there was a Super Bowl commercial for the car in 1990. Directed by Ridley Scott. Uh-huh. Ridley Scott directed jumps. it. It aired only once yeah. um, because the I think the FCC like said you can't 
you can't do that in sites racing. Because um, it, it was jumping and there's a so jet. It's, it's, it's this fantastic it's car where they're yeah. out in the desert, or fantastic ad, out in the desert, and it's a motorcycle chasing them, and then it's a car chasing them, and then there's a plane chasing them. And it, you know, it's shifting, and the tagline is twin turbos kick in, and then it like outruns the plane is the joke. Uh, but that ad is really, really cool, like uh, dystopian, very Ridley Scott-esque. Um, uh, it's, it's like one of the first things I saw on YouTube when YouTube came around. Um, but there is a little bit of a cult following of that ad. Um, but yeah, it, that's that's probably the best ad for the the Z32, at least, that I, think, I can remember. I think both of those ads were pulled. I think the toys ad was pulled because Mattel had a problem oh, with sure. it. Oh, sure. Because why wouldn't they? And then yeah. the other one was pulled because the car was being chased and it incited street racing. But I think I it feel jumped. like that, I think it that jumped. incited it did at the end. saving yeah. your own life. We're always inciting <laughs> street racing. <Right? laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it jumped over the camera at the end. Then the super came up. Nissan be- built for the human race. Then as that died down, the plane flew by. So yeah. it was really implying that yeah. it was going fast. <laughs> yeah. I do love the line built for the human race as opposed to Anything else. Anything else. Animals. But. Um, I do have – can we talk about Nissan GT Academy? No? Just kidding. Just kidding. I, I did that lo- for you. I know. I, I, just, I did that for you. We yeah. could get into it. No. <laughs> uh, I do have some um, print ads. Yeah. Since you guys are owners, I want to see if they speak to you. Okay. Just some headlines. The road to happiness has many curves. You're in the driver's seat. No, hang on. Is that – are you on is – that, is that you? Do you feel uh, – Pace car for the performance generation. I mean, the many curves one. The Z the Z thirty two was kind of known for its handling, especially yeah. with the twin turbo and the high cost system. So well, yes, I he, that speaks to me for sure. Can you tell us what high cost stands for? Uh, high uh, capacity microphone. Thank you. I, I'm I, I, I'm, I, I'm no, backing no, away because no, I don't no, know no. exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs> Go what for it. You you, yeah. No, you have Oh, no, she doesn't know either. Okay, Okay, (laughs) Okay. I'll just do some more headlines. Uh, Luxury in the fast lane. Maybe. This is an odd tagline for a Z, but that's what they went with. It comes fully upgraded, starting with your lap time. Maybe. No? A little wordy, but I like it. It's just not a car I really enjoy. It's a fuel-injected investment. So I saw that one, and that's about that literally, like, if you when the ad came out, that if you had a two-year-old... 280Z, it was worth just as much as when you bought it. <laughs> I just don't know about which, which, which seems a very in the past few years they've been cars. holding their value or coming up in value the 240s, but I think my car is still worth the same as yeah 15 years ago, if not less. Uh, this one's very risque. Join a minority group. Yep. Saw that. That's Saw that. <laughs> now, because nobody big was driving swing. them at the time, obviously. Is what I, I mean, I get what to. they're saying. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's. And then um, my immediate immediate gut reaction was, oh, my goodness, they could never say that today. But then I thought, no, wait, someone probably would try. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like, well, th- everyone's going to talk about the ad. It's free airtime on the news. We'll uh, take it. So uh, I know we've got some Porsche fans in the room. Um, yeah, yeah. And they have that uh, <laughs> department. <laughs> oh, is it special wishes? How do you – I know it's – Sure. Yeah, so you. you I'm never can, gonna qualify for no, 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 it. No, no, no. But basically, you can order at the time back in the day. You could order any spec you wanted, right? You can add in any color or whatever. Uh, for the Z, they had the same thing. You could go to the dealer, and they would give you. Um, you could have any vinyl effect put on the car that you wanted. You could have 
sandalwood, green. What else do we have? Like on the roof? I uh, can do on the roof. What the year are you car. talking about when we're you're doing that? No, no, we're in that? the 70s. He doesn't believe you. We're in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. So you could get, uh, let's see. Um, you could go into the dealer. And then, and then, yeah. Well, you know, see, I, I do think that's interesting because there are a lot of really fun colors mm-hmm. and interiors, especially for the older Z's. Yep. And... You know, if you follow me on Instagram, it's not a pitch to follow me on Instagram. No, no. But what's your what's your handle? <laughs> <laughs> what's your handle for the kids out there? No, it's just at Erica Canfid. Okay, all right. Uh, but if you is that a is that a is that a start account? Is that is it yeah, verified? We're verified. Okay. At six hundred followers. Okay. <laughs> but um, actually, people have really been complaining. Jeremy is one complaining about the color, the hero color of the new Z. The but that, there's a reason for that, right? And there's a reason for that. Yeah. It's yeah. an original color mm-hmm. of the z it this looks great on the original one i don't know about but, on the prototype but it's funny because i think your argument for it not looking as good on the new z yeah. is it's i don't know it's like so like loud and new age on this car but actually i mean this is such a loud crazy color on such an old car yeah but the 70s were a different time <laughs> <laughs> i think i think it's it's kudos to them for trying at least something that's not you know <laughs> Silver, gray, or tungsten, or off-white, or whatever they're okay. We are chalk colors. We are first of all, chalk is a great color. It's horrible. It's horrible. We are thirty minutes. Okay. Okay. All right. We haven't even done our own picks. So really quickly, famous owners: Paul Newman, of course. Okay. Uh, He who shall not be named, who lives in Burbank. Oh, you love Jay. I do not love Jay. Danny Bonaducci, my boy. Uh, Lawrence Taylor for the sports fans out there. Sure, don't know who that is. Modded 300ZX. Dick Clark. Yeah. Hollywood royalty. Yep. Adam Carolla, as of we know. Of course. He has a huge uh, Steve collection. Millen, which you talked about. Uh, creator of Gran Turismo. I'm going to say his name wrong. Oh, God. What? <laughs> I'm what? just waiting you for you to it? say you it? it. I'll say his last name. Yamauchi. Is that close? Kazunori. I know. That. That's his first name. I said I'd say his last <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Um, uh, but he got one of the first five that rolled out of the factory, which is pretty cool. Um, did we leave anyone out? I'm sure we did, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Not a ton of celebrities on Z's. What uh, I think is interesting about anybody who owns Z's, actually, when, when I talk to people, mostly old men, that I'd say, oh, I'm really into Z's, whatever, Whoa. they yeah. they generally always say, oh, I used to have a Z back in the 70s. I crashed it immediately. It's always <laughs> kind of like, it's a long and so It's not like, oh, I'm a really big Z guy. It's always... It was a stepping stone. It was a stepping stone. Like, I had one. Oh, yeah, I had one, you know. What do you hope to get Are they dismissive then? about it yeah. when they say that? I don't know if I necessarily am going to call it dismissive, but it is always just very, like, casual. Like, oh, yeah, I had one of those at some point. I don't know even when. I definitely crashed it. Yeah. It, I got it, it from some guy. It wasn't important in any way. It was just part of my history back then. Like, I don't even relevantly bring it up, but since you're here... Yeah, I had one. Sure, sure. Interesting. Yeah, it's hard to call the Z a dream car for a lot of people because it is affordable, which is the whole point, which kudos to it. But Yeah, I feel like that is the point of the Z it, is yeah. that everyone could have one. But that, and that's that necessitates that people don't sit up at night being like, I really want to own this one day. Yeah. I'm 40. I can finally <laughs> afford a Z. But in the 90s, that car got expensive, didn't it? It did. It did. So, it crested like fifty thousand yeah, plus, and, it had, and then it got a little expensive to and maintain, and it that's became. W- that's why the Corvette was its competitor, mm-hmm. and uh, and so they yeah they pulled it in the U.S. It existed longer in Japan, 
Um, but there were getting to be a lot of bells and whistles mm-hmm. on the car. Mm-hmm. So it was great. Yeah, heavy car too. not really, you know, affordable. And that's where the 350, I think, tried to pull back to that. Not twin turbo, but still, you know. They sold a boatload of them, so it worked. They sure did. All right, uh, we got to get to picks. Okay, Uh, we'll let our guests go first. Please, what what Z is the best in class? I'm gonna go Z32. I think we're both on the same page. And what is the Z32? It's the 1990 to 1996 1996. or 2300 CX. So the the giant wedge. The door stop. No, it's not a wedge. She's a melted soap bar. <laughs> okay. okay. And, and the, on the wiki, it does say the first car entirely designed in CAD. Ooh. Oh. So the sourcing wiki. Yeah. No, that's important. That's you important. Know, that's Ferrari where we get most was of still it. designing on the back of a... Stop it. As well they should. Stop it. As well they should. Well, they were working on some speed issues, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so why, why is the 300Z the best? I think currently, after owning one for 16, 17 years, uh, it definitely didn't get any love for the first 10 years of ownership. Yeah, people who saw it, it's, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. But like I said, a lot of them didn't make it through the Fast and the Furious generation of modding, you know, and come out the, on the other end. And really in the last maybe three or four years, people have started to notice those cars, and I, I just don't think that they're as common um, and so I, I, I loved that time period, uh, you know, sort of nostalgic of that, of the Japanese cars of the 90s, um, and a little bit more obscure than a Supra. We all know what a Supra is at this point, or NSX, or even the 3000 GT is as well. But um, yeah, and, and also the way it drives is, uh, is a lot of fun. Uh, of course, the NA is not as powerful as the twin turbo, uh, but the handling is definitely there. What was the uh, twin turbo horsepower? What was the top of the line it ever got? 300. Oh, how, how ironic. Yeah, and okay. the, the uh, NA is at 222, <coughs> although I'm sure mine's less than that at this point. <laughs> but the, the Achilles heel of that generation was also, though, the weight of the car, which was 3,800, I think, around there. And wow. uh, it was it was really heavy for, for what it was. So. Wow, okay. It's still comparable to the Supra yeah. in a lot of ways. And your era brought the convertible. Are you on board with that? No. No. Okay. I mean, what, what, whatever. I mean, <laughs> the, 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 the T-tops are great. Like. Yeah. You're a live and let live on the convertible? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, you're wrong. And anyone who's been listening for any length of time will anticipate my pick. You got to go first generation. Living in the past. You got to yeah, go, go first generation. It looks like an E-type. It's the only classic looking one. It is going up in value a lot right now. And the way capitalism works is that means it's better. Because it's more valuable. So it's the slowest one. It is the slowest okay. one, okay. for sure. Uh, uh, what years are you talking about then? What's uh, particularly, if you can get your hands on one, you should get a 1970 240Z Fair Lady Z432. Erica, is that correct? I don't know what the last part was. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's how rare this is. What's, uh, what's they only made 420 of them. They okay. were only in Japan. Uh, and it oh, got, wait it a second. got the wait, engine. Wait, 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 wait. Are you allowed to pick a non-U.S. car? Yes. No. Yes, absolutely. You're not. It was made. It's not a race car. It's publicly available, and people have them in the U.S. now because you know a thing. Oh, called, now it's in the U.S. A thing okay. called importing happens to okay. exist. Okay. All right. Just uh, they basically stole the engine from the Skyline GTR and put it in the 240. But yeah, so it's the best one you could possibly it's not get. A Z. That makes it like less of a Z. I don't know. Yeah. So you're both wrong. 
because uh, the Z is supposed to represent the latest and the best. So you should get the most recent one. What? How is it supposed to represent the eh, latest? That's and the what best? it's about. That's what How the whole is it? Z. No, it's that's about affordable sports no. cars. Mm-mm. So the original one is great. Who doesn't love an original? Uh, but the usability of that is going to come into play. And I feel like the 90s are, uh, you know, not that far back where you still get AC, creature comforts, like uh, usability. You don't smell after what are you, you talking drive about usability? it. It drives. It the drives. The drives. It's usable. You probably need a shower after you drive it. Fair. Because of the way you but smell. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I think that the sweet spot is the Z32 because it's not that expensive at the moment. It is obscure. If you find one in decent shape, you're driving something that not a lot of other people will show up in. And, and I can attest from first-person knowledge that people are starting to take notice to this car uh, more than others at some point. So we have experienced slight bumps and values of cars after this podcast, yes, right? Yes, that, that has happened. Well, that's happened once. That has yeah. happened. We, the best-in-class bump. Yeah. So, I, Steve, you're not giving me any reason why the new one is the best. It other comes than manual, so you don't have to convert it. comes with a blue interior. Blue on blue, which yeah, is yeah. amazing. Apple CarPlay. Yes. Which I've been waiting and for. And it's going to work, and it has the most horsepower. 400 horsepower. It's just think. a 370Z in a suit. No. It's it's in it. Well, okay. So I believe underneath it's a little dated. So it does not have enough modifications to the chassis to actually designate it all new. A, a Z35. So as it's it were. basically 14 years old, <laughs> roughly. You know. I mean details, but but it's still my choice, so that's okay. We'll it, go into the rest of the it. Stuff. It it looks good. Uh, I, I like the way that it looks, yeah. and it has a lot of. I don't like the way that it looks. Hey, I, would, I think don't buy it. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be really important. I think it's a great look for uh, Nissan, and I think it's going to. Um, I think the rear looks take great. away from the Supra. The rear, like three quarter panel, looks great. The front just looks unfinished. Everyone I'm hearing talking about the new one, yeah, they agree. Like this, it's affordable. It's 400 horsepower. Like this is going to do really well. And everyone's clamoring, like, I think I'm going to buy one of these. Yeah. I don't think they will, but they're talking a lot. Is that coming in the Z family? Maybe? I don't know. Would you trade up? I don't know. I mean, I would want to get one out of support. And I I do like it. I want to be clear. I do like the new Z. I I think it looks good. I would buy one out of solidarity. Do you think they're going to make, like, a I don't think it looks better than my car. Yeah, they'll make a Nismo. They they will definitely make a Nismo. Okay. What are the what's quickly? What are the details that you don't love about it that you like yours better? Mm. Well, I mean, I can appreciate that they are merging together different aspects of great Z cars, so the 240 and the Z32 300ZX. But why would you do that? Is like a larger design question. I it it's not extremely thoughtful to me. Um, you know. It's also not like a new, totally new engine either. Yeah, right? I don't think they really so had a choice, what, right? So what excited me in 2018 at SEMA was the Project Z Club Sport, you know, because that's a 370 Nismo with exactly what the people wanted, the twin turbo V6 from the Q60 Infinity. Ah, so you think they they missed a chance there that they could have gone bigger? I don't necessarily think they missed the chance that they could have gone bigger, but we're talking about 10 years over 10 years have passed with having the 370 and now we have a new car and it's half 240 no it's like 
what are good numbers? 10%, 240, yeah. 20%, 300, and then a lot yeah. of 370 in it. And obviously, we all know that the company's gone through troubles in the f- past you know, yeah. few years, and it, it makes sense for them to make a car in this way. And, and, and it's cool that it's you know, appealing. Yeah, they, they at can't least. afford a ground-up car right now, yeah. so they're kind of stuck with it. We have to rebody yeah. the existing one. Okay, how do we do that? Well, retro kind of makes sense. Okay, well, let's give it 400 horsepower for the name. Like, the decisions make sense. They're not necessarily the right ones. Would but. you but buy an Infinity Z? Like the Q60? or Like if it was if the Z became an no. Infinity? I think that what's fun about the Z is it always... It's funny because Steve kind of asked me a question. Please. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you, Jeremy. Are you sure? What was your question, Steve? Uh, would you buy an Infinity Z? If, uh, should the Z be, have been an Infinity, like bigger and better and more luxurious? I don't necessarily think so because mm. it's it's the halo car for this company. So, And I, I definitely understand everything that they did and why they've done it, and I can appreciate that. And, you know, I'm just glad that there is a Z. You know, I'm happy yeah. that there's still one in production as a, a loyal Nissan owner. I'm glad to see that. But, you know, it's not a ground-up car, and that's unfortunate. And I do think that, based on where the company is, that it was a, an obvious move to push this car back into production as a halo. But, you know, the fact that it's not ground-up kind of speaks to it. it has, if people have been asking for 10 years, more than 10 years, where is the new Z? This isn't the answer to that. Like, they haven't yeah. been thinking about this yeah. that yeah, long. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, but the sentiment you had of, I'm so glad they're doing it. I'm hearing that a lot, too. It's like, it's a manual transmission. It's got, you know, 400 horsepower. It's rear-wheel drive. Like, I'm so glad a sports car is being made that's not hybrid right now. It's not a BMW. Yeah, exactly. Well, I I would also like to make the point that I feel like from the beginning, the Z has kind of been a reactionary car to competitors. So, like, right off the top, you know, it's inspired by what's out there, the E-Type. The 240 was inspired by E-Type. 2000 GT, and then you move into the later years, Porsche's coming out with the 924 and nine, uh, the other front engine cars. So it's always been reactionary. And then like the uh, in the 90s, you know, they have to keep up, keep up, keep up. So they're taking what's really worked out there and they're, uh, they're uh, making it, you know, making it work for them. So I feel like that's, you know, the new one has that going on as well. And, and you know, you look at the Supra that's out right now, no manual, basically made in Germany, and uh, it's you know this is a the newsy is a little bit more exciting than that. Uh, more horsepower. More horsepower. Yeah. Probably I don't know maybe more affordable, uh, depending on what you more get. Affordable. Yeah. And yeah. then and also manual. So it's sort of like the Z's always given the people what they want, and I think that this one, although not you know fresh uh, through and through, still trying to give the people what they want. And I think that's what makes it. Interesting. Well, I'll say that I called my dad after the official reveal last week. Oh, okay. Awesome. And, you know, he had already been on the phone with my uncle, who also has a Z32 and a 240 that he rebuilt from the ground up. And they're not impressed. No? And I kind of had to level set expectations, you know, kind of talking about these same things that I've been mentioning about kind of where the company's at and what you should expect. And for me... It's hitting all the boxes. You know, it's still manual. They finally did the twin turbo. The car is no longer underpowered. 
we love to, you know, I no longer have a 20, would need to have a 2010 Infinity infotainment system, which is what I have in my car, which is a 2017. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just kind of, my dad said a lot of colorful things, but I just said, you know, you need to level your expectations here on, you know, what we're dealing with in a market that's based on all electric, hybrid, yeah, BMW, power plant kind of scenarios. And the Z used to be compared to the Corvette, but that's probably going to no longer be the case, right? I feel like that was a weird moment in time where the Z32 got too expensive. Yeah, the Z came up, and then the emissions regulations brought the Corvette down, and they kind of intersected for just Just a little bit. Well, well, the Corvette thinks it's a supercar now. Thinks it's a McLaren. Yeah, All right, categories. Let's get through our, uh, let's see. Impact on of the Z on the car industry slash popular culture. Uh, affordable sports car from Japan, I think. Huge impact right there. Right? It's, it's their Mustang. But this might be the first, like, Japanese sports car a lot of us saw, the Z. I, I can't speak for everyone. It's definitely the first Japanese sports car I <laughs> yeah. ever saw. Yeah. Other than the Datsun Roadster. Yeah, yeah right. That was that. I mean, that's not that thing. No. Yeah, yeah. I, well, think about what else was out in 1970. Yeah. It was just yeah. muscle cars yeah. all over the place. But even so. the 80s and 90s, it was, uh, you know. Yeah, all right. Busy. So, first yeah. Japanese. Sport, yeah. I'll go yeah. with that. I'll go with that. Popular culture, not huge. I don't, I don't know. Think. I think it has been. I, I, think, I, I think, think it's. We've got some great commercials. Mm hmm. We've got uh, a storied racing history. Yeah, we got Paul Newman. You got celebrities racing these things. Sure. Um, so okay. I'd, I'd say some there's. I know we're going to get through these, but go ahead. Next one. Uh, has it ever been a police car? Yes. The 240 and then recently the 350, 370. And the Z31. They had it in a police car in Tokyo. Oh, yeah. there you go. So it has been a police car. Uh, popular perception of the 300 my pick your pick steve well you can't do yours. i can't do mine because no popular perception yet, yeah. versus reality what do people think when they see your cars and what are the, what are they what's real well they look fast but they are slow is what i would say but i i also think that a lot of things that jeremy said i i don't necessarily agree with in terms of popularity but I think the Z32 had an excellent racing history. Mm-hmm. There was a car here where we are, the 300ZX GTS car, famously driven by Steve Millen, that, you know, it won 24 hours of Daytona. It placed fifth overall at Le Mans. Yeah, and, and that, that race car was showcased here at the Motor Club. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know, it was competing in IMSA in a time where they actually disqualified the power plant because it was it got too fast. So, so great. That's it, what you uh, want. That's what you it want. It beat Porsche. It was, it was a Porsche beat at the time. It was I'm sorry. My, I, I don't hear so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Porsche yeah. owners, they don't want to hear it. No. They don't want to hear no. the no. Well, I think it has to be said that Porsche was clearly so threatened by that that they put out a whole ad saying, no one grows up dreaming of owning a Nissan. Like, to cool. me, that's, that's nothing but like, well, if you have to say it, you're clearly feeling some heat because they were like the same price or something. But the or no, uh, the same horsepower, obviously not the same price. Reaction to it was Nissan ran an ad that said, "In our haste to win the Miami Grand Prix, we left nine Porsches behind." Oh, I actually, never saw the response. Yeah. That's they pretty had, good. They had a lot of really excellent in that era. A lot of really excellent ads that talked about racing. It was all race car ads with qui- quippy lines mm-hmm. about the sure. wins. Uh, this one I've been thinking a lot about. Could this car, could the Z have been made by another brand? 
And if it is already, is it better? So if Mazda had made an affordable sports car, oh, I would have loved it. They tried with like the MX-6, which was just a Ford Probe underneath. Which was a great car <laughs> that I had. But the RX-7, yeah. I feel like, was always, it was crazy expensive when it came out. So if they had an affordable sports car, oh, I would have eaten that up all day. But was the RX-7 more than the Z? I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, in that same generation, in the 90s, again, the Z got crazy expensive. It wasn't, that's I mean, true. was it still doing the Z thing? I feel like Mazda probably is the one that's closest next to potentially doing that, building cars that are meant to be driven for yeah. for most people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It feels like Toyota probably couldn't because they obviously look elsewhere for like the BRZ and the uh, the Supra, you know. So obviously the priorities well, are a little day, bit different. What do you mean? Nineties Toyota sports car. Would have been good, other than a super, right? Again, a cheaper alternative. Well, to MR2 I, was there. I yeah, you're right. Oh, that's the, true. You're right. MR2, yeah. You're right. I mean, in the 90s, I think the Supra and the Z32 were pretty head to head. They're about the same size and the same yeah. power. They're both heavy. Is there a British Z or German Z? Like mm. already yeah, out there? I no, mean, no, like during Z3. Dur- Z th- is a Z3 uh, uh, Nissan Z? Is it? Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. Because again, if it's German, it's expensive. What's in Europe that was a Z competitor? I feel like you're on a track with the British cars, maybe like one of those Triumphs or MGs. Well, or the MG was initially when they came out with the 240, they wanted to be in an MG price bracket. Mm-hmm. They oh. were thinking of the MG. Okay. Okay. Well, at least someone's thinking of MG. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, what else was in what 80s and 90s European car that competes with the Z? What was it? Well, clearly a 308. Was it like a? <laughs> was it a 944? Is that where? Oh, it? sure. Again, more expensive, but okay. Yeah, 944 would be a good match. Uh, what sure. else? What else was that? Was there anything else that we can think of? The Supra in the '80s was I've, I've, kind of meant to be up against the Z, yeah, and that's true. Didn't really do much. But I think the British at the time were suffering. Yeah, that was all. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they, then they weren't even dreaming of sports cars. And and then through. in the '90s, it was the C4 Corvette, and in the 2000s, I think the closest was actually an Audi TT. Oh, okay. There's an interesting comparison. Yeah. Okay. They look in the, the 2000s, it was an Eclipse. Yeah, that's or right. Or an Evo, like not an Evo. Evo, but what's what's the car? The Lancer. Yeah. Uh, does the Z live up to its advertisements? Do you become a minority when you buy one? <laughs> I mean, there's uh, we talked about the advertisements and they're fun. I mean, I don't know if if is is the Z is that so is the Z a bad guy car or a good guy car? Z32 is a bad guy car. For sure. Well, I'm glad you think so. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but so, I mean, like, is the Z coming to pick up Barbie and, like, steal the girl? Is, is, I, think, is I, I, I think every Z is a bad guy car. Yeah? yeah. I okay. Well, it's, I, the, it's the competitor. It's the um, the dark horse. I feel, oh, interesting. I, I, okay. I feel like it is, it is one of the few cars that's very aware of who it's competing against and then allowing it to play, poke fun at those but competitors. It's a bad guy. You think it's a bad guy I car? don't necessarily think that. I'm not being in that I camp. Just, yeah, yeah, like I, if I, you're I, casting in a movie, it's not your hero's car. No. Interesting. No, it's not heroic enough. But if you go to real life, it's like, okay, well – you know, a, a sports car that you can drive around, have a good time in, still feel kind of cool when you're next to, like, a minivan. Okay, that's more like it. But in terms of, like, a movie or anything, it's not really, like, the hero. I see a an alternate ending to 16 Candles. 
Oh. Great film. Yes. So yes. when the when the jag pulls away and reveals what's his name standing yeah. Jake. Jake. It's Jake. <laughs> Come on. What do you mean, what's, his what's his name? Don't give me that. <laughs> in front of the the red 944, she starts to walk up to him. Then the black 280ZX pimps up and it's like Maybe. Well, what? The dorky kids in it? No, he's got his T-tops out. That's true. That's true. Okay. Okay. Interesting. She doesn't have to open the door. I honestly think that's why I have a Porsche. Is that movie? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, Complaints. Complaints about your cars. Missed opportunities. So you've discussed the infotainment system. Any complaints? Anything you think they did wrong with your car? Uh, with the 370, I personally felt like I needed to get the Nismo because that's when you get an upgraded interior. And you do have a Nismo? I have a Nismo. Oh, that's right. And I'm not, was not very much interested well, in the inferior interiors they what had. Was, what is upgraded? Is that leather so instead of fabric? I, oh, so I think it's decals. You get the, I get, and the red side I have mirrors. some Recaro sports seats. Okay. Instead of they, in every other. Uh, Just for the driver. In front of, yeah. <laughs> in every other. 370 it's like these awful like big plush like yeah. basically out of a Nissan Rogue seats i mean they're they're, yeah, they're awful lazy boys yeah it's not good and then there's this strange compartment in the center console that's just like an empty compartment that's also very strange so then you upgrade to the the Nismo and all of a sudden you get an infinity infotainment system so a touchscreen or yeah. yeah so i don't know i i just in general, I mean, Nissan, they're obviously not a luxury manufacturer, so the issue is always going to ne- kind of be quality in, like, the small... The engine's great, you know, from a performance standpoint, no complaints other than, obviously, underpowered, but I don't feel that, because what am I doing? But from a complaint standpoint, if I was writing a car and driver article, I'd be like, oh, wouldn't pay this money for this interior, because yeah. that's what they like to complain about. What was, just what funny. was, the, in, sorry, what was the Infinity? The, the G... There's the G35 is technically like a 350, I think. Okay. And then the G37 was the 370. And now there's the Q... There, well, there was the Q60. Yeah. Okay. And then... Okay. Well, on the topic of interiors, I think it's kind of funny looking at the 300ZX because mine's fabric, but it feels like it would have been more top of the line of what you could get for that price point in the 90s. You could get leather. You could get leather. Yeah, but the leather might not have – I don't know. I've kept mine kind of nice. There's a smell that goes along with this fabric (laughs) that – Okay, so complaints about the 300. It's heavy. It's heavy at an NA with 200 horsepower. Like, it's just not quite going to perform. But you're not driving that car to really rip. Um, You're driving that car to go around corners and be a little bit different. And it's definitely been fun to – to okay, have that. If, so that, that. If I could name some real complaints. Okay. Um, the car is very technical for being a 90s car, and it's got a huge engine in a very small amount of space. So a lot of the problems with the car is that they lose value, and then people do kinds of Mickey Mouse crap to them is because they don't know how to work on them, and they can't. They can't afford it. So they're not affordable in any way. What's the main, I mean, like, are you finding parts for these cars, or? So there's good part availability, and there's some great aftermarket companies that have been growing and growing and providing part, like, remanufactured parts for these cars, but the problem is you can't work on them yourself. The original 240, this very small amount of engine and stuff to get around in inside of the engine bay, and they're easy to work on. They're simple. They have 
carburetors. Like, the Z32 engines are, you can't do anything. You have to dismantle the entire engine to get to the fuel injectors, the spark plugs. It's very complicated. Yeah. When you open the hood on the NA, you're like, where the hell did they put these turbos? Because yeah. it, it, it already looks crammed. It wasn't, it's not made to be taken apart in any in mm-hmm. any way. Which maybe was an Achilles heel of it's, it. It's no Volkswagen with a rear engine. Let's put it <laughs> that way. Uh, my complaints about the first gen, I've always hated the interior. When I see all these, you know, dropped, totally tuned and massaged modern interpretations of a 240Z, it's like, yeah, that looks super sweet. And then like, oh wait, I could never live with that interior. I just can't stand it. It's kind of muscle car adjacent, isn't it? It is. I just... I totally phoned it in, so I can't stand my interior, but, oh, well, I guess I'll look out the windshield if I have one. Uh, where do you drive? Wait, hang on, wait, 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 uh, real quick, because we skipped over this. We had someone chime in, um, one of our fans. Uh, YouTube, we skipped over it. Look it up. I was heartbroken. Look it we up. skipped over YouTube. I know. Hippie Sabotage. I don't know if you guys have heard of this video or song. 29 million views, but it's basically years, not year Z, might be year year, just driving for, like, 12 minutes, and it's a... Song, well, did, they, did they pay for that? Or was that actually? I don't know. Well, another know. good one is the Flume. I don't know what it's called, but two years ago, Flume came out. We're all woke to Flume in the room. Uh, they came out with a, not a music video, kind of a music video, but just like a large montage for most of the album. And it's just one guy driving a Z31 art car through the desert. And that's all it is. Ooh, there's an art car? It, I mean, they made it an art car. Okay. I don't know what they did. Uh, oh, a famous owner, too. Don't forget about, I just remembered, Steve Wozniak. There was an ad. Ooh, where I missed that one. Oh. Yeah, so there was, he was in an ad for the 280, and it was one where, like, he's he's like, you own all cars and stuff. You're successful, Steve, and what do you drive? You he's, like, drive? I, he's like, I drive a 280. And then <laughs> and then the boy, the narrator asked him, you know, what do you think? And he, like, looks to camera. He's like, it's awesome. And he pulls away. <laughs> it's a very, like, 80s Steve well, Wozniak. Well, there's nice. all those nice. awesome, that whole awesome campaign. That was awesome, you know, with the Z, not necessarily around in pop culture the way other cars are Porsches and that so but they did have a lot of fun with the advertising over the years. Like I feel like the the ads have made made it just as memorable mm-hmm. as the ownership of the car. Yeah. Peak eighties and nineties. Uh Steve. What, you're not gonna let me do forums? Uh, you love the forums. What I just wanna go over some top uh topics in the Z thirty two um forums yeah you want to guess what you want to guess what they are what is the forum original tweed fabric oh which one do you go to i go to nico club Uh, i didn't go to that one oh no actually i'm on it there you go he's on he's already got it he's hip to it i'm i'm already on the forums it doesn't say it yeah anyway uh original tweed fabric so that's what i was i was like i was like oh okay so what's the topic like how to take care of it and shampoo it yeah like (laughs) somebody's looking for some yeah it's like ultra suede it's yeah um and then everything else is coolant leaks um headlight installs uh transmission issue um I mean, when it works, it works. My car's yeah. been very... There's a lot of, there's a lot I don't of know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when it works, it works. I mean, okay, so I, another car, not to bring it in, uh, but I have an M5 oh, from O2, and it's in the shop all the time, <laughs> and it is always something else. The Z have had put, like, 70,000 miles on it, and it's been, like, spark plugs and, you know, some fuel tank issue and 
I feel pumped. Oh, and, yes. And, and like, when Jeremy and I met, he had a very suspicious gas smell <laughs> that he was dealing with. Because, don't, because don't we, worry, sort of, we figured it out. Because, oh, okay. we, because we met over the Z kind of both no, bo- bonded over there. Oh, no, let's go there. This is a great story. We went, this is a great story. We went for a great long drive in the, the 93. Okay. And uh, Was I, that the first date drive? Uh, it wasn't really a date. It was oh. just friendly engagement. Okay, yeah, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> whatever. I, I had to uh, keep the windows down the whole time because I, we were both <laughs> about to pass out, out from fuel smell. <laughs> okay. Which since been fixed. And did you say, hey, this this there might be something here? Well, there was well, a... Yeah, she has brain damage now. Well, there was a very disturbing moment on that drive oh, where well we, we um, became to, kids listen to this. we started to chat about the Z and how we both like Z's and history of that etc. Okay. And Jeremy goes yeah I think that if this car broke down you would have to fix it. That's very empowering. It's I mean, coming I, from <laughs> someone who's grown up around them, had like four of them, whose dad is into he, them. I think you're going to re- know. He recognizes games. I you know I what? Yeah. I, just, I need to say yeah. to the listeners out there, yeah. like, Both you know, sell it. Sell it when you get in a car with a woman, like, yeah, I got this. This car, it's a jalopy, but if if we break down on the side I of the I know the number for AAA. I, I got it. Very 1960. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm about the equality. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you get in there. You get in there. You're wearing pants. Come on. Uh, where Steve, you just get the new 400Z. Yeah. Where do you drive? Where are you driving oh, this car? Oh man, I that is a great question. And what do what do you do, what does I got the my owner, blue on, I got my blue on blue new yeah. right? What does the owner do for a living? Oh, second part. Man, I, I think I think he finally got the director of IT gig. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. And he's like, this is a treat for myself. Um, and I'm gonna go blue on blue. Can't drive a stick yet, but I'm gonna learn because I want. That, you know, okay. yeah, I think so. See, I don't think you just made IT director. <laughs> I no? think you just became manager of the vape store. I agree. Oh, is that Subaru? <laughs> you think? Oh, you th- oh man, I no, <laughs> I don't think so. I think I think he's you gonna be. You train in your FRS with Rocket Bunny oh, kit, God. and you go and get <laughs> well, your four hundred. You know, Steve. To the point, to that, all of those points. Yeah. I think a, a large issue that I do want to bring up is how Nissan, except for Formula E and yeah. some GT stuff largely removed from racing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's brought about a lot of haters, you know, just generalizing that Z owners are tuner culture people, which is fine. It's fine to be into tuning, but that's not all Zs. And that's not, when you meet me, and Steve has called me a Nismo purist before, because I As haven't, I do. I haven't I mean, done anything to my who car. Who use that language? <laughs> but change the oil. But, you know, people come up to me, they're like, oh, what if you just lowered it a little bit? And I don't, I don't need to Maybe do just that. Maybe back. Yeah. And I don't want to. Why don't you go... Lower your special fancy pants 911. What about that? Yeah, it is. Don't worry, it is yeah. lowered. <laughs> but <laughs> it needs a lot of work. I think I think that's the problem is that they they're not in racing, so there's not enough of that culture to drive that conversation anymore. People are like, oh, it's like a 350. Slam it. When do you think that happened? That it went tuner? Is it Fast and Furious? Oh, Fast and Furious for sure. Yeah. I think it's the 350. I think that a 350 and a and a, a removal from racing. So who is who's driving your car, your era, and uh, was it the '90s? And then who? What are they doing? Like when they got that they new in the '90s, what were they doing? Z, the new Z32. Yeah. Oh, dentist. Corporate business guy. Oh really? Okay. Oh yeah, like. I feel like it was the type of people who maybe wanted a Corvette or something a little bit, or a, or a 911. But they're a little bit more sensible, and they're going to only spend 50 instead of 70 or 80 or whatever. Okay. I think we're definitely looking at our prime market, male, 45 to 55, 
medium household income over $100,000. Okay. <laughs> you think it's a family guy? It's not a single guy buying this? I think I think it could go either way. I think yeah. it could yeah. be a single guy. I also think it could be a dad. That's saying, a really successful single guy. Yeah, but, but it's a dad car. I don't. I think it could be a dad like, hey, okay. honey, well, what if I got this car for the weekends? Let me sell you one. It's got tea No, tops. no. I think it's the married couple before kids. Ooh, they good. got a little money. Like he's gonna have to sell that. Yeah. In about yeah, 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 twelve yeah, yeah. months. Yeah. What yeah. about yeah. a two plus? What if he got the two plus two? Yeah, That's, he can. Which uh, one? Wait, wait. Which one are you taking to cars and coffee? You going early? You going nineties or brand new? Or the cars and coffee is like a two forty two sixty event. I yeah. think you gotta go early. Old. You gotta go you early. Gotta go early. Okay. I take okay. again. That's the reason why. Yeah. The because I can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But also, I feel like the three hundred is about to crest. Yeah. Or I'm hoping at least. I think it's. Cre- I think it's been cresting. I think those cars don't look like anything else. The nineteen ninety, they came unbadged. Didn't say Nissan. Didn't say anything. So it did bring in a question: What kind of car is that? Oh, I didn't know that. Wait, it was unbadged. Mm-hmm. Wow, the '90s had no, no Nissan, not even an emblem. Yeah, so the the rest of them they had the Nissan emblem here on the front. the The 1990 car did not have that. And nothing on the back. It had it had Nissan just right here, but it was like a sticker. It wasn't yeah. even a badge. Very subtle. Huh. Uh, okay, what's the second car in your garage, brand new car guy? Brand new car guy, so I've just got my, <laughs> oh man, I'm going to have to say, I probably need a little more garage. space for that owner though, not for me. So he's probably going to have, he's going to have something electric. No. Okay. But wait, okay. what is the garage scenario? Like you already bought the 400Z and then it's the second car or it was the car that was already in the garage? You're thinking way too hard about this either, already. Either, <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever. whatever it can be. There, I think... No. Uh, but I'm going to go electric and he's going to have like a... Uh, not a, a leaf. Maybe oh. if he's... Uh, yeah, that's interesting. He's I was going to say... I was, I was saying I8. Yeah, I was going to say like a... Polestar. Or uh, I3, I'm sorry. The, yeah. Yeah, the Yo, I3. he's cool. He's got an I8. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. that. I think if you've got a 1970s 240Z, your perfect second car is the brand new one. Oh. That'd be a good that. garage. That'd be good. Yeah. Symmetry. It's two cars that do the same thing. I, I understand, and like, I get it. You're just going to have to go to U-Haul anytime you need a van or a truck. I'm sorry. I get I don't but know. But that's a that's... cool garage. Okay. All right, Jeremy, you got what, 300. What's yeah. the perfect second car? A 90s patrol. Oh. Ooh. Because then you're off-road from the same era. That's good. That's good. All right. 370. What's the, what's the second one to your one you currently own? Yeah, what's what's next to it? Mm, like an Infiniti QX4 or or a Pathfinder of the same early okay. 2000s Still era. Still staying in the family. Okay. I think is we that, all stayed in the family except for you, Yeah, Steve. is that for <laughs> Nissan? Is that a thing? Is Do you find that most people stick with that? brand i think it just depends because if you are more of a a tuner guy maybe that's the one thing that you're into but i see really randomly like even our neighbors they have an xterra and a rogue that yellow xterra i feel like had its moment that everybody had one we could talk all day about that xterra yeah no we're way over time already yeah (laughs) uh really quick around the table would you take your pick for an entire year or the cheapest car available right now chevy spark steve uh, I think I think um, mm, based on what I've learned today, I gotta go Spark. No, I think you have to go. I'm not with gonna, the I don't. I don't want to go blue. I, I no. I just don't want to drive the car around. Because you're comparing a new car to a new car. Just yeah. get the nicer no, one. Okay, I'll, you're I'll wrong. Save the money. Yeah. Jeremy, 
Yeah. Had it for 16 years. What's another year? Fair enough. Okay. I would never drive a Chevy Spark. <laughs> no, no. There goes our Chevy Spark. Not even. Not even yeah. uh, but it doesn't smell like gas. Yeah. It would work. I'll take. Be I'll, cheap. I would take the 240 over a Chevy Spark yeah. any day. I'll yeah. get over the interior. I just, I just know that the Chevy Spark is proven. The new one, we don't know anything about. Steve, so. what do you care about reliability? Yeah, it's nowhere what else are, in you your life. About? <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? That thing made it to Pebble Beach and back just fine. Okay. Uh, I haven't started it since. Finally, then. time for closing arguments. So we will give you, you know, whatever, two minutes, call it whatever you will, yeah. of uninterrupted time to make the case of why your car is the best. No one can interrupt you. You can take your time. Steve, you want to go first? I'll go first because okay. mine will be the shortest. <laughs> because no one's driven it yet. But I think... This is going to be a great car to have. I think it's going to do really well. And it's got manual. It's got a fun color. It looks great. It has all the right bits on it. It's going to have the technology. And it's going to bring Z back to where it should be. So, um, And it's a good price point. So that's the one you should have. It's the latest one. You guys? I mean, I think that the 300 is in a sweet spot, just like all the other 90s cars. It's drivable, it's livable, and it is becoming somewhat of a classic. So, and, and it's not—it's not that—it's not that, it's not that e- expensive to get into one of those. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I've already drank the the poison. So, yeah. That sounds convincing. Nothing <laughs> else to say. I mean, I'd, I'm just happy I have one. I don't yeah. I'll, I will let the lady in the room take the final word. So the reason you should get the 1970 240 is the looks are classic. If you can find one, get the Fair Lady Z432 because it's a Skyline engine in a Z. That's the most perfect combination I could ever imagine. What are the values on your car? I'm really glad you asked, yeah, Steve. Yeah. So <laughs> you can grab one of those for you know anywhere between you know just ninety thousand dollars and two hundred and fifty three. Those are recent sales numbers, and the R version, which was racing, went for a piddly eight hundred thousand dollars. That's a so lot of sparks. Again, capitalism says that mine is the best on this podcast. Erica, I just have a question. Okay. How much is a regular two forty Z going for these days? Man, there's so many roached and then so many resto modded. I think they're going for like sixteen. Is like an average. Ugh. Cold. Yeah, because I know you can get a chassis like. No engine, nothing for about ten. So I think you're right now. You're spending about sixteen grand on a decent. That's a deal. Yeah. So God, what's your which one do you go with? You can pick the car you own, or you can go with what Jeremy said. It's okay. You can, can I change. just pick all of them? Sure. No, that's not best in class. <laughs> yeah, you got to make a decision just for the next two minutes. This is the one you're gonna drive. Okay. Well, I really love the Z32. And I, I think it was, I respect everyone's choices in the room. I want to, I want to say that. And I also want to give a shout out to the 260Z, one production year and interior modifications. That was the two plus two, right? It, they all come in two plus two. Except well, yeah, the, but that was like, it had a taller roof. It looks weird. I don't think it, it looks almost identical to the two. Then I saw a weird picture. Okay. Okay. But they do come in a two plus two, but 260, it goes up to the 2.6. We didn't really get those kind of figures here in the U.S. because emissions. That's fine, but I think the 260 is a great car. It's rare. Not every when you see kind of a 240 style car on the road, you think it's always a 240, but sometimes it's a 260, and they're so rare you never notice them. So, I kind of think that's the pick for me. Okay. Oh, left field. Yeah. So, 
All right. So basically, it's two against both of you. Yeah. I win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you both. Uh, this has been awesome. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Yes. Thank you guys for coming on. Yes, thank, thank you for having you, thank us. You. Teaching Steve a thing or two. Yes. I yeah, knew yeah, everything already, yeah, so you, it's fine. You, yeah, well, that's okay. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm more excited for the new Z now. Uh, if you want to be on the show or you hate it or want to comment, it's on Instagram. Yeah. We usually respond or I respond at some point. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no. I it's, don't. You, it's, it's a fad, yep. social media. Yeah, the internet's uh, not going to work out. But it already uh, is not if you want to suggest out. a car or suggest a guest, uh, hit us up there, and you can find the podcast on uh, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, everywhere. Yeah, wherever that there. stuff. Yeah. So, thank you very um, much, you. guys. Thank, thank you very you. much, Steve. Thank you. Have a good weekend, everyone. All right. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.